Hey guys, it's Jen Johnson. Welcome to another episode of Your Journey Matters, where my guests and I will be transparent about the true badassery of life, family, small business, and beyond. Make sure to subscribe to my podcast on Apple and follow me on Spotify. And please feel free to share with a friend about my show and join me in my Facebook group, Inspiration Nation. Hello, Your Journey Matters with Jen. I am on today with my amazing, beautiful, magical friend, Laura Branning, and I'm going to let her introduce herself, but I want to just tell you that um, there are only a few, I'm going to cry, I just started. There's only a few people in my life that beyond blessings inspired Jen, and she is one of them because she's real and she's raw and she's amazing and she's beautiful. She's also got a great tan and I will just plug my own small business. It's because she comes to the spa. So, um, but she's amazing. And I'm so blessed. We finally got to, I'm sitting on her and holding her down by her ponytail. This is the only way we made this happen because life is amazing. And she is a very busy woman. So I'm going to let her tell you who she is as well. And then we'll get chatting. Miss Laura. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me on this too. You did. We didn't have to hold me down by my ponytail to get me. Yeah. That's kind of a thing. My schedule is insane. So I am (laughs) Spokane native. Yes. And yeah, born and raised in like within five miles of even yeah. right here. So oh. wild. Why? I'm a valley girl. I mean, you are. I okay. got married young. Yes. And we never moved. <sighs> okay. Part of, I mean, whatever. and I'm now own divorced. It. Just own it. I'm divorced. It's part. What other reason? And you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I have three kids. Yeah. Uh, cat, dog, and I'm also I'm a real estate agent. Yes. I've been a real estate agent since 2011. Right on. That's and quite a long time. Yeah, it's quite a jam. long time. I used to sell advertising at KXOY, the local ABC affiliate. Yes. So I used to sell TV commercials. I have a degree in public relations with minors in news writing and journalism. Holy cow. Yeah. The smartness never ends with this one. I didn't <laughs> say that earlier, but it's real. Amazing. Um, and <laughs> then fun. I'm also a stand-up comedian. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Which I love. My dream job has always been to... Um, work on SNL. Like even if it was just writing, can you please? I know I, I, I kind of need to. I mean, you know, I don't have enough things going on right now in your spare time. Right. But oh my gosh, that's really been your dream. Yeah, like your whole life. I love that. When you were tiny, is that what yeah, your dream was? I, I we're ruining question to... number whatever, but what? Yeah. Well, before that was really cool for a girl. So, yeah. I mean that because I feel like it really kind of only halfway now is cool for the yeah, girls to be funny. Halfway now. Like I um always found that the comedy was an outlet for me. Right. Right. And then it was like, Oh, let's be serious. And I always (laughs) found myself in the spotlight anyway. Yeah. Um, everything from stuff at school, you know, whatever it was, I was in, were you in drama and a cheerleader and all the things I was a jock. So I was a four year letter in varsity soccer. Sweet. Yeah. So I actually lettered before school started in high school. Wow. Cool. Okay. (laughs) That's freaking right. I'm a soccer girl. Yeah, and then okay. I was president of my high school. Of course you were. You should be. You should be president of the everything. Right. Please. <laughs> Can I vote? Can we all vote? Let's get that. I'll get make shirts. We'll get jackets. Please. It, yes. uh, okay. Anyway, so, yeah. Note. So wow. I did that and kind of got out of school politics when yeah. I went into college because I kind of wanted to be a nobody. Oh. Um, I no. wanted to detach from that a little bit. I didn't know. Um, I actually had had a scholarship to WSU for soccer okay. and then I needed ACL surgery. Oh, so I couldn't go frick for real, for real. 
So you did all that your whole life and then it just was done. Yeah. I mean, I played indoor. I've done that kind of stuff, but it, do your kids do soccer too then? Yeah. Is it all your fault? Okay. Yeah, totally. It's totally your fault. Yep. Well, that's cool. And they're all currently soccer people. Yeah. And you didn't, you just said you had them, but what do we have? I have, yeah. So I have two boys and a girl. Two boys and a girl. Yeah. I have a eighth grader, a sixth grader and a first grader. Yeah. Two boys are older and then the the 10 foot tall bulletproof daughter. That is me. Uh, why do we get that last mini me? Oh. I got the mini me also. Yeah. Spunk for days. Yeah. I say she's going to keep me running till I'm 100. That is not a lie. And yeah. I mean, in all the ways, but in a magical way, too, right? It this is. is your magical little princess, it's, too. I know this, but yeah, she is yeah. amazing. I yeah. live and breathe for her all the time. I'm like, can you even? Yeah. Like, I want her to have that innocence and mm. that spitfire for the rest of her life. I mean, yeah. maybe not necessarily the innocence, but the yeah. eagerness and the confidence that she has mm. because, oh, yeah. Well, how does she not have confidence when she's your child? Oh, thank you. Holy oh my crap. goodness. So, yeah. so you're currently doing all of those things. What's your least favorite of those things? Oh gosh. Least favorite trick question. Yeah. Like if you could not do one of those things right now, what would you, what would you draw? I just wouldn't be doing it. <laughs> but what would it be? Realtor, soccer mom, comedy. No, right. not comedy. Yeah, I'm not going to drop trick question. I didn't yeah. have that on the list. I don't no, know that's why That's pretty happens. fascinating, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I if I just had money, yeah, then I'm then I wouldn't be working. Yeah. Okay. So it but might I, be that, but not really. I'd figure out some way to be involved in real estate, probably, because that's your jam. You like, yeah, to help people. you're a people helper. Well, and it's my like mom was an agent for so long. Like, I know the language. I know the yeah. ins and outs of it. So. Mm, okay. yeah that's funny um because I also have my own podcast too so yeah. it's very and that's like to help people through divorce totally the before during and after divorce because I think it's more of that second awakening in life mm. that like you know you have the day you were born and then the day you really live is when you finally realize you're not going to live forever oh my gosh and that's, I have a friend who says you're only two minutes from death oh yeah Ooh. Sc- ah. Ooh. Whoa. that's terrifying I know so right like right now like let's do this like right yeah. now yeah. <laughs> yeah and then again right now yeah, yeah. I, I hated that when she said that at first and I was like oh shit she's right yeah thanks for the reality check on that one hmm. but also that's like kind of a what did I not get done on my bucket list moment absolutely that's part of skydiving why I... bungee jumping what yeah. about you that's the, that's the comedy yeah the comedy and that is skydiving. Absolutely. And that's yeah. what it feels like. The yeah. first time I was up at the mic at the Spokane Comedy Club, it mm. felt like I was skydiving. Wow. And that's I had so taken a class. I wanted to see what they had to teach me. Okay. Because I thought there's got to be. Where do you take a class for comedy? At the comedy club. Oh, at the yeah. comedy so club. So it was really like what the science is behind Sweet. comedy and then what to do when you go up to a mic. Cause a lot of people don't know. Yeah. I that noticed that when I came to watch you. Right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, this dude does not know yeah. what's up. They don't know what's going yeah. on yeah. or they stand there with the mic, which is a technique. Okay. You know, a lot of sure. people I've seen hold it. professional comics yeah. that even just leave the mic in the stand. They stand behind it and they're okay. good. Um, <laughs> I like to move the stand. I mean, yeah. there's so many different nuances and I wanted to learn. Cool. And I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Which is so, I'm so thankful that I did that sure. because it also got me in with the comedy scene. So now I'm friends with a bunch of comics. Um, you are together. the scene. 
you're so sweet. Aren't you the scene? I feel like you're the scene. Like you're the one that's like the beam in the middle. Oh, well, I'm just the one that you see. I don't know. I, so when I come from that marketing background and that's just not something I think a lot of comics are used to because they want to be found. They want to be discovered. Well, you have to to be be. discoverable. Yeah. Oh, Oh. so it's not who, you know, it's who knows you. Yeah. No shit. So depending on, I mean, that fits into all of your categories. Yes. Really Really. fits into all of your categories. Mm -hmm. And somebody had told me that years and years ago, Mm. and that's always stuck with me. Yeah. That's really good. It's not who, you know, because I could say, I know anybody. Sure. But I mean, I could say, I know you, but if you didn't actually know me, then what is that relationship going to do? And I think we can all win. Oh, I love you. I love you. That's so good because how many people are just like sitting here going, no, couldn't be me. Right. It's not going to be me. I'm not going to be the one. Yeah. Why can't you be the one? And it, we're all built the same. I mean, we all, you know, eat, breathe, whatever, (laughs) you know, like it doesn't, it's so good. Okay. She's, you can't, if you can't see her, she's super hot. (laughs) So to hear her say that is so refreshing. Oh God. Thank you. Thank you. Let me fix my hair. (laughs) Hang on. Just let me adjust that just a second. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think you know, kind of remembering that because yeah. I don't think I'm any different. Yeah. I just know that in my life, I never want to have put anybody else down. I'm not here mm. to take advantage of anybody else. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm not here. I mean, I'm trying to do better than I've done. And I love seeing people do better than me because yeah. that means I can learn from them. Yeah. Ooh. You know, yeah. Like how great is that? Or how can Ooh, I, how did you do that? that? Tell yeah. me how you tell me more. Yeah. And people yeah. are more than willing to share their secrets. Mm-hmm. and maybe not all their super secrets or anything sure. and sometimes they don't realize it's just an innate part of their personality yeah it's not a secret. we take it for granted mm-hmm. like you know you see things on tiktok and you're like what have you what's something that you've seen on tiktok that's now part of your everyday life right like uh i don't really remember because <laughs> now it just is it's just like, what i, I just do now do those things yeah you say and the things and yeah or like that's I, good i was thinking of like even when i cut up an avocado yeah and i take a spoon and i spoon it out right and i Did don't learn try to like TikTok? I think it was even from a family friend, but it was like, you know, I would peel off the outside. Annoying. Yeah. And then when I finally used the spoon, I'm like, where was this been on my life? Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't I know this? Or like, do you know that you can whack the seed and you turn it with a knife and it pops out? Exactly. Like, why did I not know that? Yeah. (laughs) Why is that? We just don't. (laughs) I don't know. We don't, we think we're supposed to know all of this stuff all the time. There's no book for it. No. And as moms, especially as parents, I should say, even we're teaching our children how to use a toilet. Yeah. They don't know how to do that. Yeah. They need to learn how to use a fork. Yeah. Do they need to have the best etiquette ever? No, they have to start at the they beginning. They have to function with it. Yeah. yeah. You're not just going to leap and be. <laughs> Jump into the. Things. Yeah. You know, we're not going to go eat with the queen of England. Yeah. You know, and have Mine the best definitely etiquette. not. Well, no. you know, and if they do, <laughs> good for them. Maybe whatever. Maybe they'll teach her something. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but they would. I, they would. And it's just, I don't know. I, I think being so humbled like that, mm. because why not? We are just people. There's nobody like even with comedy, mm-hmm. we could if iron sharpens iron. Yeah, that's really a saying. I mean, that's been around for a minute or two. Yeah, snitch, snitch, snitch. <laughs> but so true. And how much those guys? The, it seems to be guys. Do you ever have a chick that comes up? I mean, there's a with comedy. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's some comedy. There's, there's, there's female comedians. Okay. Yeah. I actually um, posted a show. It was live rude girls. Oh like, yes. wait a second. I, yes. Like how rude do we have to be? I know. Because I've seen a- some rude female comedians and I'm like yeah. I don't know if I'm rude 
does that mean we don't like guys? Because I love men. Does so. that mean raunchy? What did that mean? Right. I don't, I think it, it was, was a just that it was a female <laughs> comedian show. Nobody was horrible yeah. or cringy or. Okay. And all of those female comedians did phenomenal. There was not a oh. dud in the group. No. It was so great. Well, you, you naturally without intending hold people to a standard. I feel, Oh, I've heard that before. Have you heard that before? Yeah. How does that make you feel? You cringe. I kind of, I do. I kind of feel Why? bad. Like that's I'm, so cool. Well, I don't want to make people feel like they have to do better, but if you are, look, if you're <laughs> elevated <laughs> and you're here and I'm over here and you walk in the room, all of a sudden I'm like, until I'm up to here. Because, and that's good. Okay, good. I mean, that's what I've been told. Yeah. And it's like my circle of trust people, which yeah, you're yeah. in. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. That they've told me that. Like, yeah. hey, I mean, I feel like I have to be elevated mm-hmm. to do that. One of my mm-hmm. friends is a general manager at a restaurant, and he's like, oh, yeah. He goes, you have always intimidated me. I'm like, stop it. Why do you think that is? Um, Not just him specifically, but yeah. if you hear that, why do you think? Because I just have a confidence about me. Yeah. I have Natural. been through enough yeah. and I have enough perspective that I know who I am. Mm. I have nothing to prove to anybody. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. And no. I don't want anybody to feel like they have to prove anything to yeah, me. Just and be that you. comes across as me. Um, it almost comes across as me owning a room mm. and I have zero desire to ever change that. Yeah. No, it's that's awesome. how it's perceived. It's Great. super sexy and it's strong and it's, but, but I will say it is not cocky. Like Thank it doesn't y'all. come across because there are people that you're like, Oh geez. Like yeah. as soon as I come in the room, they're like, Oh wait, just let me do this. I no, just be you. Yeah. yeah. And that's, and I've had people say that to me. And then they're like, once I meet you, you're super nice. I'm like, Oh, did I not come across nice in the Before first place? Like, what no, do they mean when they, like, they were scared or... to talk to me? Like in yeah. person, it's, um, oh. I've had a female comedian tell me that before really? and all I wanted to do was be able to make her laugh. Yeah. Like it meant so much to me to get her to laugh in an open mic. Wow. And it was like, I was intimidated because she was she'd shivering been doing inside it. though. Wow. She was shivering inside. Poor thing. No, no. Laura yeah. is not that person y'all. And now she's like, now I know that if I ever need anything or like if I need a cheerleader, if I need to help figure out a problem, yeah. if I need anything, you're a resource and you have my back no matter what. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Like you do you <laughs> like girl power, but different. Right. It's not, not girl power, but it's different. Yeah. Yeah. To like to lift people up. Vibe. We can mm-hmm. all win. Like there's not, I mean, yes, people have their talents, but mm-hmm. that's why like mm-hmm. they can, we're not going to do the exact same thing. No, we're not going to approach something the same way. No. But as long as you're doing it with that authenticity yes. and Please being and genuine, yeah, yeah, like, I'm, I mean, I like, I do care what people think. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's natural, but it's also but it's not, not what going drives to, it. Yeah. 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 And which is also very refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> Why do we have to be it, the competition that comes with women, especially I'm sure yep. dudes struggle with that too, but can you kind of touch on that a little bit as who you are? Like, what have you done throughout your lifetime when those moments come up that you would just go, just it's not about that. Can we all be friends? Yeah. It's like, it's interesting. So let's see, I'm trying to figure out how to navigate it in my head too, because there's enough touchy things. Like I don't Mm -hmm. like to talk bad about my ex-husband. Right. Okay. Like that. I don't, it's very good of you. Campsite rules. (laughs) Oh, campsite rules. This is where this all comes from. So we all know how to deal with the campsite. You leave it the same or better than you found it. Absolutely. That's how I try to treat people. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's better just to leave. 
Yeah, girl. Yeah. I use that, especially in dating because I've been divorced now for, gosh, we, we went into marriage counseling six years ago. Okay. So for a hot minute and out dating and how things were, I knew right away that I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm dating. What? I don't know. Like what? No, it was horrible. And I remember thinking, okay, what do people do? Like I'm single yeah. now. My, what do we do? <laughs> I no longer have a husband living at my house and my house is really clean, even with three kids. And I've taken a bubble bath every night. <laughs> and like, don't people do other stuff? <laughs> do they do other things? What because I just didn't wow. ever do anything. I yeah. worked and I was a mom. Yeah. And then, so when I, the work day was done and my kids weren't home, mm. I didn't have a purpose. Wow. I didn't have something to drive me. I thought, well, what? Yeah. Okay. Well, my guess my purpose is, you know, to be their mom. I can still be their mom when they're not here. Yep. Okay. I'm like, so what do I do? Now I'm going to go do anything fun. I can go on a date. Hmm. What? Weird. Yeah. And I knew right away that I was not ready for a relationship. Yeah. Like that. Uh-uh. Give nope. it a minute. Give it a minute. Yeah. Like I need to figure out what makes me happy. Yeah. I needed to be um, single on purpose. Yes. And to heal. Yeah. And to figure mm. out where I actually was, who mm. I wanted to be, who I was, yeah. what I liked, what I didn't like, what, cause now you get to choose for you. Yeah. yeah. And I knew that my kids were watching mm. and that was all, you know, kind of was the journey of divorce because yeah. I wanted my children to be able to see love in front of them. Mm. Like, because Morris cops and taught. Yep. Like, I feel like I have these so like little true. mantras. And yes, I love it. I love and it. for them seeing, I wanted them to see me fail at stuff. Mm. Like I knew that divorce already felt like such a failure. Okay. Um, that isn't how I was raised. My parents were divorced, but I thought, no, that wasn't my intention when I got married that for, yeah. 16 years prior. Mm. And, you know, I liked being married. Mm. That was such a, great place to be, but it just wasn't working in that marriage. Right. And for a number of reasons, which I don't, don't need to necessarily be fully public. So, um, because I don't want to talk bad. No, like that's just, you don't, which is so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about that. I don't even talk about him in my stand-up comedy. Yeah, I know, which is very hard. Yeah. I'm sure you want to just, oh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, there are times, but, but that's why I have therapy. <laughs> it's for real. Like yeah. she just doesn't. It's so impressive. I know. She'll probably say some stuff. Well, and that's where um, I, I do think karma is a thing. Absolutely. If you're going to put out the mm-hmm. bad, yeah. nasty, whatever, mm-hmm. if I'm going to think yeah. people are manipulating me and that's what's going to come back to me. So true. And I don't want that. No, no, no. And I think that's a place of fear. Right. And I don't like it. That's so good. Right? Yeah, girl. That's so good. And if I'm here, you know, in my own home, mm. I'm not hurting anybody. Right. And like going out in the world, I don't want to like become a burden to another person. Yeah. No. But I also that. knowing that I'm not going to let someone become a burden to me. Right. Yeah. That's that moment. We can set it aside and move on. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so Which knowing, yeah. So kind of having that, mm-hmm. um, having that balance and figuring out who I was Yeah. because all of that, even before my divorce was led up from my best friend being diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. Right. And I was there from diagnosis to death. It was 18 months mm. of, uh, 
kind of putting myself almost on the back burner, but also in the forefront. Right. Because this was my person. Yeah. And she loved me unconditionally. And honestly, I hadn't ever felt that sort of unconditional love, you know, other than maybe from my parents when I was younger, but I knew I didn't have it in my marriage. Mm. And And you were still married at the time. And I was still married at the time. Okay. Um, He had actually filed for divorce almost a, a year to the day that she passed away. Wow. So I didn't have my spouse. I didn't have my best friend to talk to about right. this, um, which is so huge. Right. Yeah. I mean, and she was my person. Mm. She loved me unconditionally. She didn't like everything about me. Yeah. <laughs> which is fair. We all which, have things. <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't, you don't have to like everything yeah. to love someone. Yeah. And different isn't wrong. That's so good. So taking those things and going into the dating world of like, Oh man, you have some unresolved stuff. Yeah. That's your journey. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm not going down with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my ex-husband ended up marrying someone that I used to work with, you know, and then things of doubt come in and what's that story? Like, you know what? It didn't matter. Yeah. It just is. That's where it is. And I mean, I feel lucky to know how she is, Mm. you know, as a person. Yeah. Because you got so, kiddos. Right. Because she yeah. was then going to be With a them. mother figure for my children. Wow. And to even okay. talk to my kids about um, being able to like her because they were nervous to meet her. I'm sure that would be weird as yeah. a kid to be like, oh, by the way. Yeah. And my yeah. oldest was like, I don't want to meet her. I don't like her already. Yeah. And I'm like, time out. This woman makes your dad happy. Yeah. And he kind of looked at me like, wait a second wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. And mom just said that it didn't need to be a dichotomy. It didn't need to be a a right or wrong or this team or that team. Yeah. It was like, you need get to be surrounded by more love. Right. And, you know, I said, it's okay to like her. Yeah. Because one day you may love her and, you know, telling him that and surrounding my child with more Mm -hmm. love and acceptance Mm -hmm. to know that it was okay Mm -hmm was huge for me. Yeah. Oh God. It is to be that person. Yeah. That. It kind of rung me. I'm like, sure to do just that. saying it out loud. It's like, oh, well, and then for my ex to hear it from our son. And I told him too, cool. I said, yep, this is what cool. I said. I hope there's no, you know, uh, nothing's lost in translation. Yeah. No kidding. Telephone game. Anymore. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And because I don't rely on my children for communication with good. My yeah, that's huge. Ex-husband. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's we talk about our case with people. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. It's not always the mm-hmm. case and we're not best friends. We don't right. go hang out. And I love the stories about people who are very good with their ex. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. And I also <laughs> hear about people who are battling each other all yeah. the time. Yeah. And I knew I didn't want that. Yeah. You were already set with what you needed yeah, yeah. and what they need, which well, is you. Yeah. You and my good. kids would see me cry mm. and they're like, mom, are you are you missing Miss Holly, my best friend? And I was like, you know what? No, Mm. it's the divorce. I'm very frustrated. Oh, do you hate dad? I don't (laughs) hate him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, but I'm just very frustrated. Yeah. And I don't know how to handle it right now. And it's coming out as crying Mm. because I didn't want to shield my kids from all these feelings. Yeah, true. You cannot, if you do, it just comes back later. Yeah. Like you said, it's karma in a different way. Right. And it was like, knowing that all of their feelings are right. Mm. Every, 
happy, sad, like my son not being wanting to meet the stepmom, but kind of excited. And mm. they have kids, she has kids. So maybe that could be good, but no, I didn't want it. I said, yeah. every single feeling is right. There's only two rules. You cannot hurt a person mm-hmm. or a thing and your words hurt. Yeah, they do. So well, they can, yeah, they can. And mm-hmm. so just be mindful of that. Yeah. But all of your feelings are right. And cause they couldn't be conflicting feelings at the same time. No kidding. And they're like, Oh, okay. Like that. Yeah. But I had to keep it simple. Yeah. For them. They're kids. And they're big, big feelings. Did they feel that way when you dealt with the passing of your friend? Was it that same kind of thing? Just kind of flipped? I think so. Because again, they're watching you have grief and loss and yeah. change. and Well, and my daughter was 10 months old when she passed, my friend passed away. Right. Because I literally found out I was pregnant on a Tuesday and was holding my best friend's seven week old baby that Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then, I mean, having your best friend know that she then can't breastfeed. Mm. So we went up to, was back when Babies R Us was still around. Yeah, yeah. It was loved a hot it. minute. Yeah, loved. And she lived on the South Hill and we left her house and I, she's like, I forgot my reusable grocery bags. I'm like, the planet is killing you from your butthole. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Who cares Who about cares reusable about grocery yeah. bags yeah. right now? Yeah. And she's like, oh, you know, and she's trying to think ahead, which is wonderful. And I said, but here's the thing. And she knew I was pregnant because I told my then husband and her, that was it. That was it. And I said, you know what? And as we're driving, you know, I think we're across the green street bridge or something like that, but we're going over a bridge. And I said, we could just Thelma and Louise, this bitch right now and be done. Yeah. I said, the horrible problem about all of this is we know the end of your story. Mm. We just don't know the end of mine. It could be tomorrow. Mm. It could be in two minutes. Yeah. You could be dead in two minutes. Yeah. Like it does not take much. Yeah. And so I think it kind of helped her look at that and be progressive with it. Cause it was like, you literally have a death sentence, which she didn't know how long she was going to have. She didn't didn't even want to hear the odds. Right. I'm sure. And my gosh, that doesn't help anything. What does that help? Cause she had just had her fourth child. And they said, the oncologist said that it seemed like the cancer fed off of her pregnancies. Whoa. Whoa. That's wild. Oh, so dumb. And now she has these beautiful babies that yeah. she's left to the world. And yeah. I still wear a bracelet for her. Her middle name was Go Brightly because she had hippie parents. Cute. So it's a Go Brightly bracelet. Because it was so how, cool. it was a message for her on how to go into the world in case something happened to them. Serious. Oh my gosh. I love her hippie parents. Uh-huh. That's so good. Hippie WSU parents. Uh, that's where they met. That's so Everything. Cool. It's so sweet. Everything but the WSU. But anyway, <laughs> Renee, <thanks. so. laughs> I love you. it's okay. Go dog. So, yeah. um, wow. That's a lot. I know I did kind of data dump on you. It's there good. Too. Yeah, it was good. But it's good. I know what it's like to have bad days. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just bright and sunny anyway. Oh God, thank you. How do you do with that? Because so. I know what it's like to have a bad day. Yeah. I know what it's like for my best friend to die. Mm. I know what it's like to have my best friend say she has stage four colon cancer. Yeah. I know what it's like to shave her head on my birthday. Oh. You oh. know, her husband did it. And then I cleaned up. I'm like, ah, yes, Sasquatch. I'm cleaning up your ears do and your the neck. Things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, and she was how old did you say? 
Oh, she was 37 when she passed away. 37. With four kids. Wow. Well, how are the kids? Are they good? Yeah, they're great. Her um, husband, he had actually called me months and months later. And he's like, Laura, I met someone and I really want you to meet her. I want you to like her. Wow. And I said, okay, time out. I don't have to like her. Yeah. You it's like not her? about me. I love her. That's awesome. Absolutely. And he's um, like, well, um, I really want you to meet her. And yeah. I said, I can't wait. What's her name? Laura. Of course. I'm like, well, Hang on. now I have to fight her. <laughs> now I'm kicking her Because <laughs> there can only be one of us. Well, and Holly and I were joking that we were going to create a, wow. a dating profile for him. Oh. Because we had to meet middle, little Miss New Boobs before yeah, no he got married. Because it was a friend's reference from when Ross and Rachel had their, had Emma. Yeah. And Janice came in. I don't oh, know if you remember this. Oh, Janice. We were huge friends fans. So yes. Janice comes in and says, yeah, wait till little Miss New Boobs. Ross starts dating little Miss New Boobs. So that <laughs> so continued on. I mean, yeah. The day before it. she died, I wore my wedding dress to her house. You did? Yes, I did. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, there were plenty of times I would come to her house and she would be wearing her wedding dress. Really? Uh-huh. Oh. Because why else did you buy it? For I one know. day? It's one day. I told Jess that last summer. I was like, you have this gorgeous dress. Put it on. Just, what are we doing? It's one day. Like, just, if it gets dirty, who freaking cares? Yep. It's one I day. I won mine. You won your dress? Yes, of course I did. <laughs> Of course you did. Oh my God. And it came in too short oh, and no. not busty enough. Oh, oh. Yeah, what did we do? Three Extra. inch gussets okay. on both sides. I didn't know what a gusset was. Now I'm like, do. you're a gusset. Like, <laughs> what who's a was? gusset? What is and it was literally like this all. V of to fabric. So it was the the my tattoos. Oh dear. And then I had to wear flats because I couldn't change to match the dress. Okay, it works. That's what we do. You're good at pivoting. I yeah, pivot. It's totally (laughs) friends again. Yeah, the couch up the stairs. It was so (laughs) bad. The couch. Poor Ross. Yeah, that was that was one. I'm rewatching all of it right now too. It's a jam for us. It's season four, episode twenty. Is the bridesmaids dress or is the wedding dresses? Oh, noted. Four twenty with the friends. Episode no popcorn and beer happening there. Um, Miss Laura, what is your biggest pet peeve? I do not like a liar. Um, someone trying to deceive. Can I just Some say that you're the second person who's dealt with divorce that I've interviewed that that was nearly the exact same answer. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm not surprised either. And you mentioned earlier that you, um, have had some therapy. So, so yeah, I had a big session yesterday. Did you I still go? Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like that's probably bits and pieces of how we get to that like moment. Well, and I, Last summer, I'm used to be a very, very guarded person. Mm. I still am mm. to a degree. Okay. You know, I've been Fair. told that I Fair. hold my cards close. Yeah. And, you know, even in dating relationships, yeah. I hold my cards close. Mm. And, you know, I'm really a fairly transparent person otherwise. I think so. Yeah. But knowing that I was so guarded, I dove into therapy again. Mm. And I do EMDR therapy. Yeah. And it's where the paddles are in your hands and they vibrate back and forth at different frequencies and intensities and yeah. And healing past trauma and Mm. to where I'd even been at my doctor and we talked about going on antidepressants. Okay. And I thought at this point I will try anything. (laughs) Right. And so I had actually started on Lexapro. Okay. 
and you have to build up a yes. tolerance for in it. There. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then I was in bed for, I would be in bed for all day long yeah. and do nothing. Yeah. And I was motivated to do nothing. Not a, I'm like, there. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. This is not, yeah. this isn't my journey. Yeah. That happened to me. It wasn't a good journey. I'll yeah. Be, I'll and so honest. I weaned yeah. my, I stuck with it okay. to try to think, try to give it a good shot. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't want to just have like the stigma of taking an antidepressant just hinder me. Pill. Yeah. 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 A pill to fix it. Yeah. You know, I was yeah. always of the mindset that, you know what, I can figure it out. Mm-hmm. I can always figure it out. Yeah. And then I was started to talk to people and more people than I realized are on antidepressants. Absolutely. And it's mind blowing. Yeah. And it's what their chemical makeup is. Yeah. And I thought, okay, mm-hmm. so I really will give the old college try. <laughs> yeah, let's do this. And I'm like, this blows. Yeah. Hardcore. So I weaned myself off mm-hmm. and I still take an anti-anxiety okay. very rarely. Yeah. But I have that for the times that I spiral. And I will overthink and I'll overdo. And I'm like, what, what, what? These are all these scenarios of how these horrible, bad things could happen because I've had the horrible, bad things happen to me. Right. Right. Um, I kind of had mentioned before we were on here that, you know, I even found my dad dead. Yeah. Um, Not a good thing. No, that threw me into therapy. So knowing of all of these horrible things that can happen, I know all the options. Yes. And even if they're not happening to me physically or you know, they're not, I mean, I wasn't dead. I wasn't diagnosed with cancer, but right. my people but were, you still went through it. Yeah. Maybe even, I mean, I'm not gonna say the same but, way, but, but wow. like a caregiver, a lot of times takes on more than the actual patient. Yeah. And I've heard that. So wow. I really dove into self-care then that's okay. why I was in therapy. That's why I did that. So going in, knowing that I was so guarded I mean, I, thankfully I had enough in my savings too. I probably took a couple months off that I sure. didn't want to, that was a huge hit to my ego. Wow. Yeah. Cause that's where I found value mm-hmm. was in my job and in my comedy and, being and you. Yeah. 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 Being this bright, yeah. sparkly person yeah. when a lot of times when people mm-hmm. were gravitating towards that bright sparkliness mm-hmm. and they get up close and they're like, Ooh, she's this got something big. between her ears. Yeah. Like she has a head on her shoulders. And you know what makes me bright and sparkly is because I have the dark and twisty in me. Ooh. So, and you can't, I feel like you can't have that. Yeah, I agree. One without the other. I agree. And I love having that. I love being able to have people close to me that know the Mm. crap that I've been through. Yeah. But that isn't, doesn't define me. I'm not a victim of those things. It's just given me perspective. Yeah. And I adds to your story. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. If that's more of an asset to my children, true to my friends. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. I haven't totally put it into my comedy yet. I can't quite joke about my dead best friend. No, I don't know. Um, but I know that'll be in the Netflix special. There it is. There it is. (laughs) I'm on it. I'll pay for it. How much is it? Right. (laughs) And it's just where, I don't know. I, I found so much perspective in all of those really crappy things that have happened to me. Mm. And it, I feel like it makes me even that much more empathetic. Totally. And feel all the feels. Yeah, I do. Mm. And I saw something the other day about an empathetic person is actually going to find the most uh, like troubled, threatening people in a room. Mm. They're going to feel them first because they're the biggest threat. 
Oh, right. Shoot, that gave me shivers. It gave me shivers. And I, <laughs> and I, I, know, I know. And knowing that, I've never wanted to be a bad influence on someone's life. I've never wanted sure. to hinder sure. someone else's life. Yes. Like I feel like I kind of had that chasing your sunshine. <laughs> got him. Got him. Uh, uh, stupid on. plants over there. Okay. I just started to try to do plants because I can't keep much alive unless it barks meows or cries also me that's why we're friends <laughs> right i kill all the green things inside yeah it's not good squirrel hey if you were gonna get to talk to your seven-year-old self would you give her advice or would you warn her so i do a lot of that in emdr therapy actually serious so yeah that's serious. a lot of what it is it's going back oh and here it is okay wait what's it gonna be which one is it what do you mean? Did you warn her or did you give her advice? I'd give her advice. What would it be? That I love her. Oh. So now I'm going to cry. <laughs> um, because I've always felt this like accountability to other parts of my life. Okay. And she needed love. Mm. She awesome. didn't feel safe. She didn't feel loved. Mm. So you just love on her? Yep. Yep walk with her in old hands and yep. hang out. Tell her how cool so she I is. do that in EMDR therapy. That's so cool. I sit with that seven-year-old self. Serious. And okay. heal that. Wow. Because it does it when it you starts get there, dude. Yeah. And yeah. when you get in these, when I know for me, when I get in these anxious situations, mm. I feel like a 10-year-old, a five-year-old, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, you know why you feel like that? Because that isn't healed yet. Yeah. Sweet. And it's okay. Yeah. They need to hear that. Tell them that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to go heal our younger self. Yeah. I don't know how many people don't know that, honestly. Right. When and this it's came not... to me, I was like, wait a minute. Like, it's kind of a really big deal because you are not, you're so far removed from that yeah. space in your life, no matter how old you are. But We've the reality aged. is, yeah, unfortunately, but the reality is it comes back to that. Yep. It's like, you know, uh-huh. And I joke that there's times I feel like a cat on a hot tin roof. Yeah. No, that's when I feel like I'm a five-year-old. Ooh. So I've gone back and deliberately healed. Why do I feel like that? Yeah. Why am I mm. terrified? Mm. Why do I feel like I am sitting under my bed trying to hide from my dad? Oh, dude. So I go help her. Freaking That's what shivers. I did. Yeah. So I went back and I helped her mm. and it was okay. Mm. And she was right. Mm. And you know, all of, cause, and it wasn't that something else was wrong, but yeah. she was justified. Yeah. And feeling the way she did. Absolutely. And it's okay, but also, mm -hmm. but also you're safe mm -hmm. and you do make it through all of this. Yeah. And yeah. you're okay. Hang on for that ride. Yeah. It's going to be a big one. Oh, man. What a ride. Dude, you're a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> you know Never a dull moment. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, we're all roller coasters. We're just different <laughs> stages of the, right. the park. Right. Just oh different parts of the park is for sure. Okay. I'm going to ask you this question, which I think is pretty freaking rad about music. Ready? Oh, go. Gosh. So good. Scientists figured out that songs stick with you permanently for life from the age of 11 to 14 for girls and 14 to 16 for boys. So from 11 to 14, what is the song that's permanently on your soundtrack? So this is a it's hard fits. one for me. Yeah, why? Because there are so many. Well, you were just rocking out to 90s before you got to I me. did because <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go back to 90s just to yeah. try to figure out, is yeah. there, one Was there one that did it? Like, I remember I can put myself back 
Because I used to listen to a lot of like New Kids on the Block. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. They were behind their posters and whatever that magazine was. Bop. Teen Teen Bop. Bop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Did you have it, Laura? No, I didn't. My friends did. Okay. See, because we couldn't have stuff like that. Oh. Oh. And. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But I remember, because I even wore that uh, New Kids on the Block shirt in my fifth grade picture. There were four of us. Oh, cute. You did the thing. Everybody put the shirt on. We're doing the today's And we were in the center. Today's yeah. my child's class picture after two years of Rona. It was a really big deal. You would love this. She came out not to switch the subject, but uh-huh. she came out with um, her birthday dress from this year and the bridesmaid dress and she couldn't decide. And the birthday dress is like a solid princess, like not like Disney princess, but like princess, like quinceanera dress, like hello dress. And I'm like, okay, for a class picture. I mean, we oh, waited two years and we're going big. Yeah. <laughs> like I have waited for this. I was just like, you, what, whatever, <laughs> sis, whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I mean, so it's a big deal. A big deal. And like that, I remember loving that picture. Oh. But I remember like that bubble bursting oh. when I heard Nirvana. Oh, it teen ruined spirit. all the teeny it teen was, bo- But it was oh. like that was my teenage oh. angst. Like that was exactly Jam. what teen spirit was. Hmm. And so now for my kids to be listening to Nirvana, Isn't it I'm like, weird? stop it. It's weird. Like I remember when Kurt Cobain was out and like, that yeah. was like, yeah, wait a second. I have Grungy. my own identity. Yeah. Cause you know, I started off, I think my first CD was Wilson Phillips. Oh yeah. I oh, don't know. I had it in a cassette still. It might've been that. Too. I don't know. That's bad. Like, we just Whitney Houston. <laughs> we just dated. I know it's well, this was it's the okay. early nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Whitney Houston. Oh yeah. So that like I had that oh, and like yeah. Mariah Carey mm. vision of love. Oh yeah. I just sang the whole thing on the way here. I didn't have to look at the lyrics. <laughs> didn't have to, no, we don't have to look. Freedom I by mean, George Michael. Oh, stop it. Groove yes, is in the heart. Yes. I was having <gasps> yes. a hard time. You couldn't go to one single. I mean, no. I, I mean, I hear you. Do you know what mine is? I would love to hear this. <laughs> Cindy Lauper. Girls just want to have fun. Oh, stop it. Yeah. It doesn't go away. It echoes absolutely yeah i mean it shouldn't go away she's fan freaking tastic by the way still (laughs) and then there's that movie free guy i haven't seen it yet but i want to don't ruin it i won't okay i don't have friends like that so i'm glad you're not the ruiner because i can't have a friend if you're going to ruin the show but there's a song in there it's a the mariah carey fantasy oh sweet Sweet, lord yes oh and he's so fun i bet that's good it's a great we're gonna watch it was not anything on the list okay is it gonna be delightful uh it's super sweet yeah okay okay it's, it's not sad cray okay okay I promise so yeah it's um good good stuff but like all of that genre i mean even tw- i remember flipping aerosmith oh me i love me some aerosmith oh my gosh ragdoll when i was kind of like you can't wash on him but he's a hot mess i don't know why i did because that was what he's tough definition was mm, at the time maybe yeah, sweet I was, emotions. A, I was having a moment and like sweet child of mine was a big deal and like that all that whole like the long hair and the yep skinny with the jeans and the, then I went to the country. armpit shirt <laughs> cut out like yeah. you don't need to see that much armpits I'm not I'm not here for that I'm not yeah. it's not I'm not a fan that, no. I don't like it <laughs> so so it was, it was hard to do it but really what was it you never answered teen spirit is so there was a deodorant Oh yeah. Do you remember the they deodorant? went 
they went big off on the that. rails yeah. with all of which was part of the <sighs> like it was part of the demise of I him mean, too. It was the end. Yeah. He didn't want to be mainstream. No, he wasn't here for that. No, yeah, I don't know and what he was here. You know, it wasn't being that. a Washington kid <laughs> yeah. in my Seattle, in middle school, yeah. early high school, and it was like this is perfect. And I see my son as an eighth grader and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was wearing Jenko jeans eighth and they grade. weren't even mine. I was like borrowing somebody else's. So what was eighth grade you like, dare I ask? Oh God, eighth grade me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to think man alive. Soccer boss. So I, I played soccer since I was in second grade. Yeah. So yeah, legit. tons like of soccer. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, I was the jock. Yeah. I. Weird. It's so weird. You're so pretty. <laughs> you were the jock? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, you can be pretty and be a jock. That's and not I, bad. Because I love I was softball. also very much kind of a tomboy. So I guess I shouldn't yeah. say that and be Oh, like, I totally whatever. felt like a tomboy. Yeah, that's totally who yeah. I was. I, I get along better with dudes than chicks. Like, don't, I don't have, I'm not here for the drama. I don't have the time. I always just, my jam was always just that, like. The, the girls it was just a problem I did wear like the blue eyeliner at one yes. point I'm like why did we put it on the bottom on the so bottom heavy mm. we were crying all the time <laughs> like it was just obnoxious it's a lot oh we my god the liner yeah it's okay um it's okay. but I'm trying to think yeah eighth grade me I was very like honor society you were good girl yeah I was a very good girl because I was starving for love and attention so I found it through teachers like I was in every single sport that I could be they pay attention yeah I was actually actually for a good thing like yeah yeah because that can go wrong quickly and I just didn't that wasn't and I mean yeah I think I was 14 15 and my dad's friend offered me cocaine in front of my dad she's not in the what yeah so (laughs) She's not in the frame. I just realized. So it's now a joke that I tell. Mm. Like my kid wanted Air Jordans and I wanted electricity when I was 14, but I got oh. booze and cocaine. Oh, I've heard you say that. That now makes mm. sense why. It was true. And here she is. Isn't she lovely? <laughs> not a TV one. It is. It's, yeah. it's a music theme. I don't know what just happened. Which, but... oh God, I just did Stevie Wonder. You that. did the thing. <laughs> It's okay. Disre- disregard. It's okay. It's healthy. It's so normal. It's everyday thing. Everyday thing for sure. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, that's mm. very interesting time for sure. Yeah, we survived it though. Here we are to tell about it. <laughs> so perfect. I did. I totally is that, like, is that acceptable? Head. I don't know if that's acceptable. I sure hope so. Oh my gosh, Laura, that's the end of my questions. Is there any question I didn't ask you that you feel like I should have asked? Oh gosh. You're good at answer or you're good at asking questions. So oh, like it's you. part of what you do kind of in your you do it naturally yeah. as you're like rolling through your set. Is that what we call it? Mm-hmm. So okay. So if you were me, what would I what should I have asked you that I need to know about you that I didn't know? Oh gosh. I don't know that there's anything. No. Not that last no, because I think the fact <laughs> that we both were so present in it, yeah. I don't felt feel like we had to push anything no it's good yeah okay so I don't know that there's anything that should have I mean I'd love to do it again too okay we don't we obviously don't well have can we do questions. it for yours I want to be on yours yes you're yes, yes. yeah okay. I'd also love to have you and Jonathan on one with me why is that because why of your journey together oh being where you're at now where we're at now is wild that's what I want mm. It's, it's literally wild. called Welcome to the Wild. 
Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. I don't think you've told me the name of it yet. Have you? Yeah. Or maybe you did and I don't remember. It's totally okay. I that resonates I to more today, maybe. Well, and there's that it was about the wild. kids and the like this, yeah. Mine's the journey, yours is the wild. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like out in the wild. You're like, you're getting through all of it. I just oh. because I felt like there was such a rebranding of myself at that time. Mm. Um, feeling like my ex, you know, my husband wouldn't take care of me when I got sick, that it was like, oh my gosh. Okay. And I had my daughter because I needed more love in my life. Oh, I just got puppies and stuff. See, that's probably would have been a better idea. <laughs> uh, I, love, I love my daughter no, so much. I don't think it's a better idea. Just so you know, it was also a cause of a lot of issues for us. Oh, I can imagine. Like, yeah. And then side note, we didn't realize this until gosh, two years ago, maybe two and a half. Like, oh, it was, oh, that's why we had so many dogs. Like, right. We had five dogs. I, like I keep burping at you. I'm so okay. worried. Still- I got new frittatas for breakfast. <laughs> it's okay. Like, no. Okay. Anyway. So I able to burp. It's, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. We'll stop this. So Laura Branning, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I can't. I can't. We did. We did cry teens, but we survived the cry. And the you, cry was You quiet. cried before we like, were really in it. It was amazing. I'm yeah. a tiny bit emotional the older I get. It's rude. I don't think it's rude at all. I think it's delightful. You're delightful. Thank you. So y'all can, Laura, before we finish, you need to tell us where they can find you and and hang out and see who you are and do what you do. Oh God. Throw the things. Plug you, Laura. Plug it. Yeah. Find me on Instagram at Woody Laura. Drink your water. We'll chat later, kids. Thank you for listening today. I hope this show lit a fire, inspired, and helped you to believe in you. Please find me on Instagram at Your Journey Matters with Jen and my Facebook group, Inspiration Nation. And as always, drink your water.